back. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. It is time for the Fantasy Football Focus. And uh, as we uh, reminded everybody earlier in the in the show, no Thursday games this week. Which is probably good. It's championship week. It's right. just, the NFL knew. No Thursday games <laughs> in championship week. Because with this crazy COVID world, I mean, it's almost like if I can get a bird in the hand on Thursday and I don't have, you know, you never know who you're going to lose. It's so hard to be a fantasy owner these last couple weeks, and so much is on the line. To me, it's kind of taken away a little bit from fantasy, to be very honest with you. My enjoyment of it, even if I get a cheap win because my opponent, all his dudes got swamped with COVID, or I'm the one getting swamped, but I've gotten both in some of my leagues. And I guess not having a Thursday game at least makes it all basically the same start times, give or take. Give or take, yeah. Um, There's some interesting stuff um, going on around the league. First, I wanted to... I mentioned my uh, in the previous segment my uh, DFS lineup. You had a good week that I put out for uh, for DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is documented. Right, right. I do right. this You'll every Sunday. It, right, right. it comes out in my preview. I had Joe Burrow at fifty nine hundred. Surprisingly cheap against really cheap. I mean, quarterbacks against the Ravens are good. Play and fire it yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Forty one point one points out of him. Yeah, I just like a monster. Yards, yeah, right, right. Uh, I had David Montgomery at fifty seven hundred. He's still remarkably cheap. Though. Yeah, I mean, he gets not catches the, ball. the same guy catches the football. Right, twenty three point right, right. six points. I had James Robinson at fifty nine hundred. Ouch! I only got one point out of that before he tore his Achilles. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I had Deontay Johnson at uh, seventy five hundred. Saved his day with sixteen point one right. points. I had Jamar Chase that I paired up with uh, Joe Burrow. He was seventy one hundred. He had seven catches for one hundred twenty five yards. Was he more expensive than Higgins? I assume yeah. so. Yeah. Do you think he shouldn't he will be. be? Do you think he will be going forward? Probably because he's yeah, the he's, he's the big name. name. Yeah, he's the name. Higgins is. Higgins I've is really started. Good. I've started Higgins like ten times this year. I know you've been a fan of he's, his. I mean, he's a money winner. Then yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Amon Ra St. Brown at fifty six hundred. He has now replaced Hunter Renfro as the low money. Big uh, ticket. Should not item. be low money at all. No. I mean, he's going to get d- double-digit targets every week. Nine catches, 91 yards, a touchdown. He had 19 rushing yards. He's like their entire offense yeah, right now. and that was with Boyle. Yeah, with Tim Boyle <laughs> right, throwing right, him the right, football. Right. He had 26 points. No, he's a good fantasy asset and will be, I think, for the next couple of years. Dallas Goddard only got me uh, at, for 5,100, 4.8 points. That was... I said this off the air. I mean, we talked about the Eagles last segment, but – it's almost impossible for Devontae Smith and Goddard to have yeah. good fantasy. They just days. don't throw the ball enough. It's one or the other, yeah. usually, and you don't know who it's going to be. Uh, Justin Jackson got me 35.2 points for $4,200. Yeah. How's that happen? I picked him up early in the week and plugged him in without any hesitation. I mean, it's you really. Know, 152, no, 162 total yards, hmm. two touchdowns, eight catches. I was say a lot of catches. Yeah. Yeah. 35.2 points. And then to finish things off, the Coupe de Gras. I had the Dolphins' defense wow. at 3,000 for 25 points. That's an easy win. That's 195.3 points. I mean, usually if you have a a back that you pay decent money for and he gets you one point because you're in trouble. he's injured, yeah. you're, you're almost cooked. Yeah, but, wow, you had some big hits. So, there. you know, you got to kind of, you know, when we talk about matchups mm-hmm. and things of that nature, you have to look at the matchups. Oh, without question. Like, I don't— There's I, some I, good defensive ones we'll get to later. The Ravens, week, as yeah. we play the Rams. I'm starting Odell— I mean, I'm starting Van Jefferson. I'd, I'm I'd think about uh, Cooper Cup will be, I don't even number know Number one by a million. And he'll be, you know, $9,000. Mm-hmm. 
and he'll catch 12 balls for 170 yards. And maybe has, three scores. And maybe three <laughs> scores, right, right, right. I mean, he might be worth it. But Jefferson and Odell is the discount price. Yeah. Absolutely. As you just saw it. with the with the the question then becomes, is Sony Michelle worth anything? I think they win. Right. And I think so, he gets seventy five percent of the running back touches. So yeah. You think he gets, you know, he's gonna get twenty carries, maybe he gets a touchdown? Yeah. Yeah, right, right, right. You know, so that's, Stafford struggled last week. That's my only slight concern, but slight He's not gonna struggle against I don't the Ravens think, defense. No, I don't think defense so. is mad. Who you're playing against matters. A lot. It really does. Especially this time of year. When if you can find Washington, or I mean, one of these teams that just is just hit so hard and can't recoup, you're going to score a lot of fantasy points with yeah. those guys. Uh, let's roll through some player news here real quick. We okay. we aren't running waivers because there's no Thursday game. Mm, waivers yeah, yeah, probably don't tomorrow. Uh, so Mercedes Lewis goes on the COVID list for the Packers. That's not okay. He's kind of valuable to them. It doesn't matter. He's their run blocker. Yeah, he's you a know. big tackle. Uh, I mentioned Arians, the Colts. Have dis- according this is according to the Athletic. The Colts have discussed contacting Philip Rivers after Carson Wentz was placed on the reserve COVID nineteen wow. list. Like, come here now and start. His high school season is over. He was he yeah, was coaching right, high right, school, right. and I know they've talked throughout the year and all that stuff. But they keep him like for the playoff run. That's the first I've heard this news. Like, I guess how do you handle it. Maybe I mean, hey Philip, come out of retirement. We'll get you a playoff check and throw you a million dollars and yeah, wow. I mean, what if he plays well? <laughs> then you got a, you, you got an mean? issue. And wow, will he be the Steelers quarterback next year? Then you know oh, what I mean. Like, I don't. I don't it, see. I mean, I does that then talk Ben in this coming back? And, right. You know. Right, right. Oh, gee, Rivers is back now. I guess. Well, it's funny because yesterday's game they mentioned something like Peyton reached out to Breeze, and Breeze was like, "I'm good. He's he's done. I don't want the seventh yeah. string tackle against that defense. I've got this little side gig on the on TV. I'm good. Yeah." You know? But I'd love to see Rivers this week. That'd be <laughs> hilarious. Um, yeah. Uh, looking here, a lot of I mean, I head think coaching. Rivers games. gives a better chance than Ellinger. You would think. Yeah. Uh, we mentioned the Carson Wentz thing. If he's not vaccinated, it could be two weeks. Sixth right? round draft pick Sam Ellinger would get the nod if yeah. he can't play. Who? You saw what that looked like last night. Yeah. Right. 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 I mean, I mean just guys in over their head that aren't that talented to begin with. Yeah. Yeah, that's not a, that's not good. Allen, I mean, you can't play yeah. Pittman if you have Ellinger. No, I mean it no. hurts Taylor, but you're it hurts play. Taylor. Right, yeah, right, right. Unless he's, he's the gonna, only guy you can use. Unless he's going to dump the ball to. T- unless they say, "Hey, we're just going to get the ball to Taylor forty times Any way in this we game." Possibly yeah. can because we need to win the game. Right, right, right. That's possible. So he throw him the ball twenty five times. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, stranger things. Uh, Allen Robinson said he lost ten pounds on the COVID nineteen list. Yeah, I saw that too. I mean, he's been he's off the list now. Yeah, I can't use him. I mean, he hasn't been good, and now if he's lost weight and fatigued. and I, I, I meant to ask you this. I mean, with the Steeler game, the Chiefs didn't need Tyreek. But do you think it was just preservation or didn't practice all week or fatigue Ma- from COVID? They had Minka Fitzpatrick over top of him the entire game. I know. He was doubled I mean, the entire game. He only game. played like 39 snaps yeah. or something like that. I but mean, he they only sat had him two, down the He had two catches. Half. He had two catches. I yeah. mean, he was part of the game plan early on. Yeah. But I'm just wondering, do you think they shut him down because COVID hurt him a little bit? or You know what I mean? Like, well, I think they didn't want to risk an injury too yeah. in a game that they were winning by a bunch. Too valuable. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we mentioned Trey Lance. Um, probably going to get the start this week for the for – the... I'm excited to see it. What quarterbacks would you pick up Trey Lance in a championship game and start him over? I mean, that's a 
gutsy move because yeah. you've never seen it before. You know what I mean? Well, you have one game of, of I mean, you've seen a little. Don't yeah. get me wrong. But a lot. I mean, I just think he has the cheat code. He's like going to run a lot. If you've been starting Carson Wentz, I'd rather have that's Lance a nice, than Wentz. That's definitely a nice pivot right now if he's available. Yeah. I mean, I'm starting him over. You weren't starting. If you made the championship ground, you weren't starting Garoppolo. No. But maybe you were. Eh, I'm trying to think of a good example. I mean, I'm starting him over Cousins and Mayfield and Tua. And, yeah, I mean, there's 10 I'm not. Here's his one start. This came against the Cardinals. They lost 17 to 10. Mm-hmm. 15 of 29 for 192 yards. And he didn't look particularly good doing quarterback stink. No. But he had 16 carries for 89 yards. Right. No touchdowns, though. But how many fantasy points is that? I mean, almost 30 or something like that? I don't know if it's that yeah, He didn't score. Yeah, he didn't score. So but my question is, so you start, if you dig into this a little bit more, um, Debo Samuel was still Debo Samuel. I mean, he had, mm-hmm. he had the rushing, t- he had a rushing touchdown for them. So he had... Debo ended up with one carry for 13 yards. This is before they really started running him a lot. Right, I say he wasn't doing running back things back then. He had nine targets in that game, three catches for 58 yards. Nine targets. Yeah. Lance was very inaccurate in that game. Yeah. And maybe it's just a fluke. I don't know. I I mean, I think it it would have to hurt Debo and Kittle, don't you think? Well, they didn't have Kittle for that game. Mm -hmm. And Debo did well. And Debo, Debo, again, nine targets, only three catches. Mm -hmm. Uh, Brandon Ayuk had four targets. He had two catches for 32 yards. He was still in the doghouse a little bit back then. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Juzik had uh, four targets. He had three catches for 35 yards. I wish he would just go away. Yeah, he does. Those are empty fantasy. Those are potato chip fantasy calories. Um, Really, if you, I mean, the other other targets were Ross uh, Dwelly, Mohamed Sanu, Charlie Warner, Travis Benjamin. Travis Benjamin had three targets in that game. Hmm. I don't know. I think Lance is usable for fantasy. It's risky. It's because you don't know what he is. What a, do, you, do you downgrade Debo? Do you ground, downgrade Kittle? A little bit. I downgrade the passing game. But if Debo's going to get six carries every game. Mm-hmm. Which, he probably still will. Which they seem to be intent on doing. And the thing is, too, is I'm sure this is what Shanahan's had in mind. Is They're playing the Texans, too. You picture this running game with a dangerous running quarterback, they may not throw hardly at all. Yeah. I mean, they may – Debo might get eight carries. Lance might get 10. The running backs might get 25. They may throw a couple wide receiver screens or yeah. something like that to, you know, misdirection. Kittle's the one I'd worry about, though. Yeah. You know, I mean, you're, you're starting them probably no matter what. You know, are they going to they're going to get Kittle a couple of carries? They've done that in the past. They've done that, but but is that going to be enough to carry the fantasy? No, but I mean, you're not benching Kittle in your Super Bowl for fantasy. That's, that's crazy talk. To you me. might have a better option at this, you know, because he was hurt for so long. You might have traded for somebody to get you by. Mm-hmm. Um, looks like Darren Waller is going to play, for example, this week. I don't know. You wouldn't have Kittle and Darren Waller, both, but, but right. But interesting. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm interested in Lance though for fantasy. And maybe we'll even DFS them. Possibly, yeah. Um, just looking here, uh, the rest of this is kind of There's not a ton of news today. There there really isn't because nobody plays early mm-hmm. this week. No one plays this early. You know, there's not, there's not a, fortunately, one of the few days there hasn't been a rash of COVID information or any of that yeah. kind of stuff. So it's been a little slower today than most fantasy. So let's, let's talk cha- championship game strategies. We just mentioned the Kittle dilemma. Mm-hmm. You ride, what about Waller if he's you, back? If Waller's back, yeah. Do you ride the horses? Do you always automatically ride the horses that got you there, or do you play matchups championship week? 
I think that's tough. I mean, I've always been in favor of, you know, go with your studs. But, like, I'm going to always bring it back to the team I'm dealing with. Like, I can't play McLaurin. Oh, no. You know what I mean? Like, he's not. Like, if you. You, you could drop him. You could start a Monroe St. Brown yeah, over right. McLaurin all day long. Without a Without, shadow of a yeah. doubt. You know, I mean. I mean, I'm starting Sony Michelle over Saquon Barkley. Yeah, I mean, without a shadow of a doubt. So you really have to be aware of who's getting the ball and touches now, not who brought you there this year more than ever. Because you can find some some fish to attack in the barrel that are bad defenses, that are COVID stricken, that have already hung it up for the year. So I guess don't dance with who brought you is, is my my bottom. Look line. at your matchups. I, you know, I, there's some names that everybody <laughs> plugs in every week, like Barkley and McLaurin. That probably shouldn't. It should not be. I sent you my lineup from last night. I, you should just I, share that with everybody. I beat my son in a semifinal game. I showed it to my son after you <laughs> sent it to me, and he just went, "Wow!" I mean, remarkable. <laughs> I beat my son so badly, my wife was yelling at me. <laughs> I showed my wife. Child and she services goes, <laughs> is going to come at your door, right? <laughs> my twenty-six-year-old son. Uh, I beat him two fifty to eighty-nine. <laughs> In a league in which, if you score 150 points in a game, that's pretty good. Yeah, right, right, that's right. A nice, that's a that's, nice— You're very happy yeah. with that. Like, in your league, let's say you average 130 to 140 a week. You're in it, right? I yeah, mean, you're, oh, yeah. You'll you be, got a chance to win every, you're one every game. one of the best teams. Okay. But I looked at it— but You, like, doubled that. I, I didn't start A.J. Brown. Ten-team league. Let's just tell people that. Well, too. there's but that. But still, yeah. it's still a remarkable lineup. I didn't start him. I didn't start Sony Michelle. Mm-hmm. I didn't start. I benched Ezekiel Elliott, right? Who's I mean, my are, who was my first round pick, right? I, mean, well, I took a, fourth overall. That's what the that answers your. Should I dance with the guys, the girl I brung or not? But I started instead Justin Jackson, who yep. I picked up off the waiver wire last week. As soon as I got the, yeah. as soon as the Eckler news came out, I'm like Justin Jackson, oh, yeah, got to yeah. go in, right? I started Alexander Madison. Okay, that didn't work out quite as well. They had, he had the same number amount of points as Zeke, but he had way more touches. Mm-hmm. It's all about touches. Running backs, it's all about touches. Yeah. You know, just give me the, the more touches game. you get, the more likely you are to score. I don't care if he averages three yards a carry yeah. or whatever, right. But, I mean, Madison versus Michelle versus Elliott, before you knew the outcomes, is a tough call. The thing that helped me— And there's probably a lot of people dealing with those type of things. Yeah. Michelle and, and, and Michelle, Madison I, I also have, I have I, I traded for Miles Sanders a couple of weeks ago. Luckily, you and got yeah, yeah. I got some other guys now that, mm-hmm. that I can do so, but I, I thought about starting him. They're playing the Giants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't go that direction. Um, and I get John- waiver wire claims the, the Eagles guys are going to be hot. Oh Austin yeah, Scott's gonna Austin be Scott's going to be the big yeah, pickup. Yeah. I did that with Jonathan Taylor scoring 15 points. That's your bread and butter. Bell He's cow. my guy that I've been riding down the stretch. Didn't you give up a lot to trade for him? At, oh, I traded both both Broncos running backs for him. Okay, which worked out great. Yeah. Um, and he didn't blow up, and you still put up gigundo numbers. Because I had 42 points at the Dak Prescott. Yeah. He could have had more, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, they didn't play the entire fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. I got the 37 out of Justin Jackson. I got 43 out of T. Higgins. Ooh. I forgot <laughs> about that one, yeah. 28 out of Debo. Which isn't uncommon for him, but yeah. wow. 26 out of Mark Andrews. He's the best tight end in the league right now for fantasy. Yeah. I mean, he's number one. The, yeah. yeah. Uh, then 17 out of Madison, 30 out of the Dolphins' defense. That's who I've, I've been streaming. On them, yeah, yeah, I've been streaming defenses all year long. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yeah, and I did that with the Chargers this week. <laughs> minus seven. <laughs> minus seven. <laughs> yeah, that didn't hurt. work out so. And that's yeah. 
you know, again, if you if you try to stream a bad defense. And they were bad can, defense. It now. can bite you. Right, right. It I can was just bite looking you. at a bad offense. My my and, son uh, tried to stream the Jaguars defense against me against okay. the Jets. They got one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. You it can't s- be so bad. You know, he. Yeah. There's probably ten defenses you just don't even look at, no matter what their matchup is. Yeah, they're bad. They're bad, bad, bad defenses. Yeah. And then my kicker, Greg Joseph, got me twelve. Wow. Just a, you know. Yeah. But so, I, again, I had se- seventeen from Zeke sitting on the bench. I had Sony Michelle with 25 sitting on the back. I could have mm-hmm. scored more. Right, right, right. A.J. Brown was a monster. A.J. Brown had 31. Yeah. Like, wow. You know, I, I guess I could have benched Debo Samuel for— Gutsy moves <laughs> doing Higgins over A.J. Brown. But I guess we— We talked about it last week. I, I last went with week's the— shows, yeah. The, the, again, I, I, I played the matchup. You didn't know, yeah. I played—you know, the last time the Ravens—this also matters. Mm-hmm. When I used to write uh, for a fantasy football website, I wrote for 4 for 4 for mm-hmm. a long time— and then I had like four or five teams that I that I covered for them that I would do a little oh yeah I do, do a little synopsis up. each week for them on their matchups. I think the Titans were one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had the Jaguars, I had the Packers, the Steelers, and the 49ers. Just like how you cover the Steelers now, you really get to learn their tendencies, right? And what kind of defenses they abuse. One of the and, things yeah. that I would always look at was previous match, especially against division opponents. Mm-hmm. Previous matchups. What happened? What is this? What's this guy's career history like? Because there's enough there usually. Sure, sure. If I've got a five or six game block of games that I can look back to and say, okay, yeah, yeah. Especially if, if they played a couple of weeks ago or a few weeks ago, and this guy blew up against them that week, mm-hmm. I'm going to play him again. Or they, or the the opposing team took. Or tried to take somebody else out of the game. So the right. first time the Ravens and Bengals played, if you remember, the Ravens worked really hard to take Jamar Chase out of the game. Very much so. They followed him with Humphrey. Yep, they yep, doubled yep. him and followed him with Humphrey. T. Higgins had a monster game. Yes. He had like nine catches. It wasn't big yard. He had like nine for 81, but he was targeted like crazy. that's how they chose to play. Yeah, he was targeted like crazy in that game. A lot of that's coordinator, play caller driven, driven of course, which isn't fluky. I mean, they're, right. they're going to look at this team and say this is the best way to attack them, and you have evidence to deal with that. Like, I just started my Steeler Brown stat pack, you know, and Baker Mayfield threw for two twenty five earlier in the week against the Steelers, earlier in the year against the Steelers. That's the most he's ever thrown, and he's in, in six games. Yeah. You know, like that's a trend. I mean, that's something you can bank on. The Steelers know? also ran the ball effectively against them. The first they time. outrushed the Browns yeah. in that game. Right. You know, I mean, is, is that something that's bankable? Maybe, you know, and actually, if you were, if you recall back to that game, um, Najee Harris, I believe he was at like 90 yards or 90, 94 yards mm-hmm. on his first, like 22 carries or whatever it was. Okay. And they, he had the end he finished with 26 carries. His last four or five carries were negative runs when they're trying to, Oh, okay. Just never in the world knew he was going to yeah. run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they ran perfect. the ball effectively in that game. They he did. Was, he was effective. So and their run D was the best it's been. Yeah, against Chubb. It wasn't against like Chubb. it was in the you know wasn't Ernest jo- the Ernest Johnson or anything like that. Right, right, right. They they slammed the door. They went into that game, and you mentioned Mayfield's passing stats. What they did was that okay, we're going to Baker. You can. They sold out. They sold Chubb. out to stop right. the run. And again, I'm sure they'll do it again Monday night. Without a doubt. Why wouldn't you? Chubb looks ridiculously good. Yeah. I mean, he's by far their best player on offense at this point. Yeah. And it's not even close, you know. And the receivers are? They're talking about bumping Schwartz's up just because it's – they don't have anybody that's gotten the 500 yards receiving on the team yet. Yeah. They had Beckham <laughs> yeah. for that game. They had the, yeah. the tight yeah, yeah, ends, yeah. you know. They they hit 
Baker hit a few plays early, and people were going nuts in that game. Oh, why, is, why are these guys wide open? Well, that's why. They sold the out run. to stop the run because the only way the Browns could win that game mm-hmm. was to run the football effectively. Right. They had no fear of the of the receivers or Mayfield or any of They get a 17-yard gain, tackle the catch, and yeah, right, move right, on. That's fine. Push them out of bounds. Yeah, yeah right. So, no, that stuff's very important for fantasy. Yeah, look we at the matchups. We do have enough data and a lot of division games here at the end of the year, too. So you have repeat performances yeah. to, to go, you know, take a look at. The other thing to look at is trends. Yeah. you. I mean, if just because a guy, for example, Zeke Elliott. Zeke Elliott right now is, is like RB6 for the season in terms of points. Okay. Because he's played every game. Because he's played every right, game. Right, right. He's, he scored a bunch of touchdowns. Sure. He's on a good offense. But you have to look at, the, at don't just look at the numbers. Mm-hmm. Look at the performances. So here are his carries uh, since, let's say, he's week— He's a little hard to count on, right? Let's now. say week 11. He got 14 carries. Uh, he had a 24-point game in my league anyways Okay, against the Atlanta Falcons in week 10. Great, easy matchup, yeah. and he probably scored. You know, Two right? touchdowns. He scored yeah, okay. twice. He only had 14 carries for 41 yards. He had three catches for 15 in that game. Hmm. Since that time, nine carries, nine carries, 13 carries, 12 carries, 16 carries, nine carries. Yeah. So his points have gone 13, 17, 8, 10, 19, 17. They're it's not a bad touches, floor. It's not enough. Yeah, the floor is he's okay. He's not an RB1. But he's not, there's, no, there's no upside. There's no upside, right. He's not going to go – he's not going to put – early in They're the season – They're not going to be 80-yard runs. He had 17 for 95 and two touchdowns for tw- – he had 29 points against the Eagles. A couple weeks later, he had 21 for 110 and a touchdown, uh, both rushing and receiving – against the Giants. Those are his high games for the season. He had 29 in both of those games. He hasn't been that guy since then. No, he hasn't. I mean, he's been fighting things, and if they get a lead, he's going to be the first guy they pull out before even Dak. They like Pollard. They've always liked Pollard. Yeah. You know, like I, I don't know what his price will be Friday when we do our lineups, but he's I wouldn't touch me. It. Yeah, I wouldn't touch it. Yeah, he's probably running back one type number or prices. He's, not a, he's a running back two slash flex. At the same time, I don't look at that – because he's played every game and he's been in every, mm-hmm. he's been in double digits points every game but two this year. Yeah. I don't look at that as a wasted draft pick. No, no. I mean, really, your high picks as long as he doesn't kill you. He didn't, he didn't kill me. He didn't, he didn't get hurt. He didn't get you know, hurt. he he actually right. performed. You know, it's it's Still like in your league. It's like the know? Gibson pick. Right. You know, there was a time there I really regretted the Gibson pick. Gibson right now I believe is like RB10 for the mm-hmm. season. Well, Probably. okay. You got him in probably in this late first round, second yeah, round. Sometime. I, I took him with the tenth pick. Yeah, you know my favorite nine guys were gone, and he was my tenth guy. You know, I had Najee went right ahead of him. Those type of deals. Yeah, who's like RB three this year? Right. People were like, "Oh, he's he's not been good." I'm volume, like, volume, volume. Yeah, he had right. five catches the other day. Yeah, I mean the, the David Montgomerys of the world. Those are the ones that win you. Player, yeah. but if he if he's gonna play eighty percent of the snaps. He's going to be a running back one almost every week and has a super high floor, yeah. which is the beauty. It's all about the volume. Right. Which kind of makes, like, the Denver running backs feasible, too, because that's a big pie for those two to yeah. split. Now, it didn't work out last week. No, it didn't. And if you know if you were counting on that, you're probably and, not real happy. And now I'm a little worried. Like, is Drew Locke bad for them? You know, because there's one sample size there. I mean, Williams, I think, got in the end zone, but they didn't run well. It wasn't a great, no. No, it wasn't great well. running game. But, yeah, um, look at your matchups. Look at the, you know, don't just Trends and, don't just automatically plug guys in. The other thing to right. do, don't put the McLaurins and Barclays in. Your yeah. I mean, just you got to watch the COVID list. Oh man, every day. Yeah, I mean, don't just. I mentioned that I played my son. Yeah, Christmas 
Eve. We had Christmas on Christmas Eve because you were out. You were because I was leaving yeah, the next yeah, yeah. morning, and so he and he and his girlfriend come over to the house, and and uh, he's like, "I don't have any players against you." Like, oh, because you know, here here's what he had. Um, I had a dynasty league with 25 man rosters, no injured reserve, and I could barely field a team. You know, like I yeah. had guys like J.K. Dobbins that I've been holding all year because I can't cut them. <laughs> and it was no injured reserve, and people were falling left and right. I mean, I was I started James Washington in that league. <laughs> it was that bad. Yeah. <laughs> he had Brandon Cooks. He had Leonard Fournette. Ooh. He had uh, Jamison Crowder, who didn't play. He had uh, Mike Evans, who did not play. Yeah, right. Um, he had to pick up um, – I released D.K. Metcalf to go ahead and pick up Justin Jackson. Mm-hmm. Because I wasn't going to play Metcalf. No, well, he had to be picked up Metcalf because I'm trying to think who it was. So one of his other receivers was also on the COVID list. Mm-hmm. Like he just didn't. Yeah, have, I mean somebody's going to grab him. Know, the, the lineup he started against me was okay, right? right but right. he wasn't going to compete. No, no, no. You know, well, you pay attention to that and, and be proactive. Like the other thing you have to pay attention to in fantasy owners, this is odd for them, is star defensive players or the whole cornerback room got wiped out. Right. You know, you're either playing those guys against them or don't start that defense. I mean, my Charger thing is a perfect example. Yeah. No Derwin James, no Bosa. I, I, I'm a, I was a fool for starting him. That was well, my really and, offense. And look at Kamara last night. Right, 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 you right. You know, if you'd known that, well, it's going to be Ian Book. You're like, oh, boy. Right. Even if he gets 20 carries, which What's won, it going to be? What's it going to be? I mean, there's nowhere to go. Good defense, yeah. you know. So that matters, too. No, you really got to put a lot of thought into this particular week if you're still yeah. alive. Absolutely. A lot of line. Absolutely. But uh, that is going to do it for today's show. So for my partner, Matt Williamson, for Jacob uh, here in the nice brand new SNR Mm -hmm. studios, uh, I'm Dale Lally. We appreciate you listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio.